Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks for tuning in. Duval, one of the big talking points following the Jaguars' week one loss to the Commanders has been about the Jaguars' offensive line, specifically the pass protection. Jaguars signed Cam Robinson to a huge deal this offseason at left tackle. They also brought in Brandon Scherf at right guard on a massive contract for a guard. Drafted Luke Fortner at the top of the third round to start at center. Should we be concerned with this group after their week one performance? We'll tackle that question today. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo and of course follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag and make sure to hit that like and subscribe button here on YouTube. If you want to support the channel further, you can go check out GenJag.com, pick up some Duval gear, link in the description below. Looking at the Jaguars' offensive line, I thought they were tremendous in the run-blocking department as a unit. It wasn't perfect there, but really good stuff overall. Uh, they were able to create some rushing lanes, and James Robinson and Travis Etienne on limited opportunities were able to take advantage of those. Really good stuff there, in my opinion. And it wasn't as if they were just fa- facing light boxes in that regard. Washington was loading up against the run a fair amount when the Jaguars were in some run looks. So uh, really impressed with the run blocking, really impressed with the rushing attack as a whole. But right now we're looking at pass protection. The Jaguars offensive line allowed a lot of pressure on Sunday. 20 total quarterback pressures on Trevor Lawrence. He took a bunch of hits, most of which were pretty damn violent. Looking at Deron Payne spearing him into the ground. Uh, it was a little ugly there, in my opinion. Now, the Jaguars did throw the ball the fourth most of any team in the league on Sunday. So a lot of dropbacks there, 45 dropbacks for Trevor Lawrence. So these offensive linemen, they were asked to pass protect a ton. Really more than I would have expected and more than I would like. But even with how often they were asked to protect the passer, against such a talented Washington defensive line, still the sixth lowest pass pro grade according to Pro Football Focus for the Jaguars in week one, and the tape backs that up. I've gone back over it a few times just looking at each each pass pro rep. Uh, it wasn't good enough. Washington, they might have the best defensive line in the league even without Chase Young on the field. It's certainly up there. Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, Deron Payne, they were, they were unbelievable. They were menaces. 15 pressures between the three of them. Looking at the individual pieces of this offensive line, Jawan Taylor on the right side at right tackle, he played fantastic, especially in pass pro. Did not give up a single pressure. He was locking up the right side. Really impressive stuff from him. Uh, a guy who was battling for a job throughout training camp. Took advantage of it, and now he's playing the best football of his career at this moment. Uh, He did miss the final drive, unfortunately, with cramps, which you don't want to see, and I don't want to dismiss cramps at all. I know these things happen, but uh, and they can be incredibly painful. But uh, overall, Jawan played very well, very well. Brandon Sheriff. Next to him at right guard, he did allow a sack late, but that was a play in which pretty much the entire offensive line caved. Uh, Overall, he did a good job, too, in pass protection. That was the only pressure he allowed. 
Luke Fortner, I thought, was up and down, you know, as his first start of his career, a rookie third-round pick. Not great. He'll need to improve, but being who he is, being the talent that he is, being a young player, I do think he will improve. And again, he had an incredibly tough assignment, matching up with Deron Payne quite a bit. For me, when you look at this offensive line and the core of the pass protection issues, it was the left side. It was Cam Robinson and Ben Barch. They were the real issue here for me. Uh, Cam Robinson is getting paid way too much to not hold a candle to Montez Sweat for much of the game. Montez Sweat is a very good, talented, athletic young pass rusher, but Cam's got to hold his own a little bit better. Then you talk about Ben Barch. This might be the toughest assignment he'll have all year. A lot of one-on-ones with Jonathan Allen, who, for my money, might have been the most impactful interior pass rusher I saw this past weekend and he's proven that over the course of his career he is a nightmare to handle inside as Jonathan Allen Ben Barch was the main culprit in this one he had a ton of pressure getting into Trevor Lawrence and just did not get the job done in pass protection against Jonathan Allen against Deron Payne didn't really matter who Barch was matched up against in my opinion he was getting, uh, he he was he was on the losing end of that more often than not, and for me the whole offensive line should really be ashamed for the lack of protection for Trevor late in the game in that fourth quarter when the team really needed it most. And no, I'm not saying Trevor was without fault in this one. We've talked about that a lot, but right now we're talking about the offensive line. Should you be concerned? Well, Doug Peterson says he isn't. Yesterday, Monday, uh, said no concerns with the offensive line, said Ben Barch settled down, said you've got to understand that that's two grown men that he took a lot of one-on-one blocks with, said early they got to him, but as he settled in the game, got a little more help from the center at times, just kind of went back and forth, but no concerns with Ben or the offensive line. All right, folks, that is the players coach and Doug Peterson talking, in my opinion. Because there are concerns with with what happened with Ben Barch and with Cam Robinson and and Luke Fortner to to a certain extent. But again, rookie playing in his first game against a really talented defensive line. You kind of get it there. But Ben Barch is in his third year. Cam Robinson is on a a big-time left tackle contract. No excuse for those two players. Yes, you're playing Jonathan Allen. Yes, you're playing Montez Sweat, Deron Payne. You've got to perform at a higher level than you did. So Doug Peterson tells the media he's not concerned. I really do think that's the players' coach talking, defending his guys, and uh, they're going to have some they're going to have some work to do this week to make sure they're not allowing pressures on on half of the quarterback dropbacks. Pretty much, it's too much. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'll tell you, I'm mildly concerned. The Jaguars really need to be able to pick up a win, in my opinion, to avoid snowballing here 
They've got to beat Indy this weekend in Jacksonville, and of course they've been able to do that every year since 2014. But then the next week they travel to L.A. to take on Joey Bosa, Khalil Mack, and company. It's not just going to magically get easy here for this Jaguars offensive line, for this pass-protecting group. And, and I'd, I'd, for Doug Peterson to say he wasn't concerned, but then also start having these running backs chipping uh, and, and leaving them in there for pass protection in the second half, I just don't really believe that he wasn't concerned with it. Again, I am mildly concerned. You've got Quiddy Pay, who just picked up two sacks, DeForest Buckner and Unique Ngakwe coming in here. Um, this offensive line is going to have their hands full again. Uh, they did do a, a decent job last year, did the Jaguars' offensive line, which, of course, has been remade and revamped. They did do a pretty good job against the Colts' defensive line in both contests both in Indy where they had that big-time comeback that fell just short and in Jacksonville where, uh, where they took down the Colts at the end of the season. So to me, that is encouraging that, you know, Ben Barch has seen DeForest Buckner before. He, you know, these tackles have seen Quiddy Pay. Um, they know about Yannick Ngakwe, certainly. Jawan Taylor and Cam Robinson both played with him in Jacksonville. Uh, I, I am mildly concerned, though. Because if Ben Barch doesn't pick up his play, if Luke Fortner doesn't improve, if Cam Robinson doesn't improve, where are you at? They they gotta they gotta play better than they did. They they're getting paid too much, Cam Robinson specifically, to not to not perform at a higher level. Um, so my my concern level is mild. I, I do think that they have an opportunity here to get back home to get right. Um, they're not facing Jonathan Allen. DeForest Buckner is a really good interior defensive lineman, but I think at this point Jonathan Allen is playing at a higher level than DeForest Buckner. Um, I think at this point Montez Sweat is probably better than Quiddy Pay or Unique Ngakwe, and certainly Deron Payne being that third rusher, that other interior rusher next to Jonathan Allen, was problematic. So... I'm not hitting the panic button by any stretch right now with this offensive line. Um, I think Brandon Sheriff and Jawan Taylor both had really quality games. I'm encouraged by a lot of what I saw from this run blocking group. And I do think the Jaguars should probably lean on the run a little bit more moving forward. I think it was just a little bit too unbalanced. You look at what was happening throughout the game. Sure, the passing game was working. But asking them to pass block so much, asking Trevor Lawrence and, and his receivers to be so reliable throughout a game week in and week out when you have a really good thing going on the ground with this run blocking unit and with James Robinson and Travis Etienne, I just think you need to tighten it up a little bit there. They're going to be a pass first team under Doug Peterson, but tighten it up a little bit. 42 to 18, you know, pass to run, it's, it's not, that's not right. I think you need to get these running backs the ball a little bit more. So yeah, mildly concerned with this offensive line. Cam Robinson needs to step up. And and throughout his career, when he has had poor performances, he generally does step up the very next week. So I think you can expect Cam to step up. Really, my my biggest question mark is, is can Ben Barch show development? Um, he's in year three. I thought he looked pretty good during the preseason. 
um, pretty good during training camp. But he needs to have a big bounce-back game to build some confidence. If not, I think you could be seeing Cole Van Lonnen getting in the game at left guard at some point. So we're mildly concerned after a performance in which the Jaguars allowed 20 total quarterback pressures on Trevor Lawrence on 45 dropbacks. That is going to do it. Thank you so much for tuning in, Duval. Follow me on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag. You can like and subscribe on YouTube. Hit that notification bell. And if you want to support further, you can go pick up a new hat or shirt on genjag.com. You can also become a channel member. We've got links in the description below. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday, Duval.